The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. I was introduced to this beautiful woman as I attended a retreat and she had this beautiful expression of Kaaba, which was something I'd never experienced before. And it was such a beautiful level of expression and connection to my body that I felt called to also ask her to be a part of the most recent energetics of money and the women absolutely loved it. So I've invited Holly Saffron to come and join me today to talk all about feminine embodiment, Kaaba, movement, self-expression, all these fun, juicy topics. So thank you so much for joining me today, Holly. Ah, thanks for having me. I'm so honored. This is going to be such a yummy conversation. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Since we've already been diving into this, I'd love for you just to share with us what was one of your first experiences of tapping into your feminine? Mm. Um, One of my first, I love that question. Thank you, Christine. Um, One of my first experiences of tapping into my feminine would have been actually when I started running and facilitating my own business, to be honest, Um, because up until that point, I was even led in the masculine in my workforce in even when I was in like network marketing and those kinds of things. It was all very like hustle, go, get up, do the thing. Um, And in that space as well, I think um, hormonal birth control removal, that's just come through. Yeah. Wow. Um, Has been a, a massive part of that. Yeah, to actually soften into the ebbs and flows of, of who we be. Um, I didn't see that coming through, but it's here. So, yeah. yeah how interesting. How interesting. Yeah. So uh, was there something that then happened? Like, or is it just like you removed it and then you felt like you're able to just have a deeper connection with your body? Yeah, I, I feel like for me, it was um, a massive connection to my womb, my mum as well, um, healing a lot of um mama kind of stuff of trying to control my mom the life that we have the the situations that we were in that then taking out that birth control actually I remember laying in the bath I had my first bleed um this was like August last year and my creativity and my inspiration was so much more connected to source and my heart and my body that I've never actually experienced that to that level before um And yeah, it was a big aha moment for me to also slow down um, and to have that at the forefront of my life because we are going to have those ebbs and flows. So yeah, that was like a little, a little pinnacle in my life. Yeah. And you're so right. I feel like a lot of our journey into feminine or masculine energy is healing those wounds from our parents. And, you know, I think that sometimes we resonate with one or the other in, re- in regards to our identity and how we feel, we feel like we're either we're more like our mom or we're more like our dad. And whether they're in their masculine or their feminine, sometimes we can then lean into that avenue and feel like that's what's reliant or that's what gives us the results or that's where we should be because that's where we feel valued or loved mm. in that space. It's really interesting that when we go through healing that space, it can shift the way that we connect with ourselves. Mm. 100%. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> massive massive conversation okay so before we even go even deeper please share with us tell us a little bit about your journey and what what led you to Kaaba where this all started tell us a little bit more 
Uh, yes, 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 Kaaba. So um, for those of you listening who haven't heard of Kaaba, there's probably a lot of you, probably all of you actually, um, but Kaaba is a divine modality that has worked through me and I really love to presence um, that she, I, I like to refer to her as a she. She's like this beautiful goddessy energy outside of myself that works through me for the people and also works through others for themselves. Um, so there's no part of this movement energy that isn't an inner wisdom that you already know to an extent. Um, I don't like to say that it's mine. Like, yes, I am the founder of the space and yes, she has worked through me. Um, but I really feel like I've just been able to give a label to the space that is Kaaba. Um, and so Ka is the spirit body. So that's your, your life force kind of energy that is, is greater than, than what we are and all the lifetimes that we've lived. And then Ba is that physical essence. So that physical embodiment of who we are, our temple, our actual physical 3D body um, that often we do forget when we go through our spiritual awakenings and our, our beautiful journeys as humans um, that then actually leaves us feeling very in the clouds and stuck away from our bodies and not actually honoring the temple that we have. And for me, um, I journeyed with ADHD for my entire life. I still do. And I always struggled with like meditation and I struggled with just sitting in silence and not feeling my emotions and, you know, putting aside my thoughts because they actually were the pieces in me that allowed me to expand and, you know, and actually face off with what I'm kind of going through. And I've always been a dancer. So that was like a really big piece in a modality that I actually didn't ever see me facilitating. Um, I was actually outsourcing. I was like, should I become a Zumba teacher? Should I, you know, be in these spaces? Should I find another modality and learn that and, you know, find other things? And I actually couldn't find something that was like a full fuck yes from me that wasn't still boxing me to someone else's thoughts and to mm. someone else's ideas and, and expression. And so when Kaaba actually came in, it was a very ancient wisdom through my body that was very inspired by the ancient Egyptian, um, you know, culture and understanding, which I'm still leaning into, right? Um, but I really feel like that energy gets to come through all of us and in our bodies, um, connecting with our womb, connecting with our heart and actually feeling our shit, um, which is, is a really powerful piece in the contrast of who we are. So yeah, she's magic and she's still a bubby. It's only like a year old, just under. And um, yeah, she's coming to life, which is really beautiful. Yeah. Mm. So is there anything in particular that led you to this? Or like, I feel like for me, like my journey has, I've majority of my life have been in my masculine. Masculine has always been something that has given me the results, the outcomes. I lean into it, get, I get shit done, right? Mm. And the feminine, the balancing of this has only really happened in the last few years. And I just want to hold the space for this, for women who are listening to this that are like, what is either? <laughs> for, yeah. Because we do have the masculine feminine energies in our body together. Like masculine doesn't mean man. It no. means a, an energy in our body. So when we balance the masculine, because we do have both, it allows us to have, you know, one side and the other, which is the yin and the yang. Like we have all of it. Right. And I think that, you know, for a lot of people who resonate with being in their masculine energy, which is the doing energy, which is the output of energy, which is, you know, the structure, the doing this, the sales, the, you know, the, all the external things that happen, they can often feel like, yes, that's what gets us the results. 
it felt very uncomfortable for me to lean into the feminine energy. Okay. So mm. the feminine energy is the sensuality, the inner work, the emotional work, you know, the receiving, the allowing and the surrendering. And, and I always said like the word surrender for me in the coaching industry always triggered the hell out of me because <laughs> I was like, what is this crap? Like, it's almost like so silly because it was like, it's almost, it almost felt like when you surrender, you're not doing anything. You're doing nothing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> which, which isn't actually the case. And I yeah. feel like it's almost this new evolution of it that I'm starting to lean into now about surrendering into the feminine energy and that trust and this whole other level of connection that you can have with your body. And I feel like the masculine is almost like really head based yeah. and the feminine is very body based. So what's your journey been with the masculine and feminine energy? Does it, did you always yeah. feel like you had a connection with your feminine or is it just came online later? Like where, tell us a little bit about that. Pleasure. Um, I think for me, um, even like the Kaba tagline that has come through me after I even launched her was very much pleasure over performance. And so a lot of my whole life was from a space of performance, was from a space of showing up and showing them and showing you and showing myself and proving and all of those kinds of things. And when I actually tapped in more into my actual pleasure in my life with, you know, the things like eating, connection to my pussy, connection to my womb, connection to my body, um, my relationships, feeling pleasure filled and that kind of stuff actually then allowed the masculine to soften in my world to then actually welcome in the feminine. Um, mm. Yeah, because I was always so driven in in the control in the the having everything in my hand and and holding that and also still having this inner knowing there's so many things and times in my life that I was like I just fucking know so even like moving to the Gold Coast which is like 5,000 kilometers away from my hometown and I knew no one here I just I knew it was like fuck I just gotta go and so there was there was still a very feminine lead energy in that but it was still a masculine do Thing, right so we have that balance between all of us um but we are softening to that that pleasure and actually being present um I think is one of the biggest things which also uh very much comes from the uh spiritual interesting awakening I guess pieces of my life in um freaking out about death <laughs> and and more so in the way of um we're just going to die anyway, right? So we're here for a very short amount of time. And so I actually connected my life to like, well, who the fuck cares? It's all, you know, it's all, it's all just, we're going to just do it. And we're just going to like flow. It's all going to be good. Like who cares? You know, we're all just here for like a short amount of time. And so when that kind of dropped in for me and I actually allowed myself to be like, all right, sweet. Well, if that is the reality and I can let go of that, and I can actually just be present in my life and, and work towards the things that I want. Um, that's where I actually then allowed space for Carver to come through um, and for modalities and mentorship and all those kinds of things to actually come into my, into my life. So yeah, it's a big one. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly love the tagline, to be honest, like pleasure yeah. of performance. I feel like it really speaks to where a lot of society is even at the moment, like mm. really tapping into, I feel like COVID really taught us that 
no, we really need to look at what's important in our lives and we need to focus on what makes us feel good. We need to take care of our nervous systems. Like we need to take care of ourselves and dip into that level of pleasure, even in just those small moments, right. And being present. Like I remember having a conversation with my sister and how like the other day, actually, and she was talking about how like everyone talked about 2020 being the worst year of their lives. And she was like, actually it was one of my favorite years because she was able to actually stop and actually go, why are we doing all of this stuff? Mm. Like, you know, we can't take it all with us when we die. Like it's all that this space of like, why don't we just deepen our relationships and our connections? Why don't we deepen our relationship with our kids and our family? Why don't we deepen our connection to ourselves and start going, well, what do I want? And what's the pleasure that I want to birth into this world? And it's really started to shift for a lot of people. And they, you know, a lot of this, um, even in like normal society, outside of the coaching industry, outside of business, I think there's a space of like people really going, well, I don't want to have that job because it's not bringing me any joy where there's no pleasure in that at all. And I think it's dropping this level of performance of having to be this certain way in life. Right. And mm. even in the online space too, I see this too, right. This is a level of performance when people are in their pleasure, you feel it. It's such mm. a different, there's a level of authenticity that comes with it too. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive. And you know, I think um, a lot of people can get really caught up in that um, performance level um, that then actually blocks them from feeling fucking yum, like that blocks them from actually like showing up in the way that they choose and having the connections that they actually want to have because they're seeing themselves as something outside of actually who they are. And um, yeah, this, this can also allow you to come back into your body, which is really beautiful. Yeah. It can just be fun. Like, yeah. yeah, we just, we stopped having fun. Like, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> yeah. So could you just start to describe Kaaba a little bit more for those who are like, I am starting to get it. Like, I really want to have that and experience that. What does it look like for someone to attend a Kaaba class? Mm, yeah. So um, she's very much shifted. Um, I've just changed studios in the last couple months, which is really beautiful because the the size is smaller. It's a lot more of an intimate connection. Um, and what I've actually started to wind into it is that self-devotion piece. So when people do come into the space, it is quiet. Um, They do have the option to also have um, my beautiful Egyptian oils that I get from a um, supplier down here on the Gold Coast, Um, car and bar actually, which is really beautiful and Blue Lotus. So they have the opportunity to sit with those oils and the scents um, to put onto their bodies and actually feel those. And then also we journey with cacao before we actually go into practice. So there are mirrors in the room as well, which people either do choose to journey with in themselves if they're at that level of understanding with themselves in love. Um, whereas it can actually be like quite a, a big piece, right. To actually look at yourself in the mirror and be like, fuck, I feel sensual. I feel turned on. I feel loved. And I can actually see myself in that light. Um, but as we do journey with with the pieces and the practice, it's more so a intuitively guided session. So there's not a lot of structure. Um, I do have songs that I use and that I intend for specific things. So, you know, particular words that might come through that are aligned with heart opening or cracking open of, of your body. Um, or that mind meditation, gratitude, connection to source um, vibes, you know, that will come through or womb healing um, and really sitting with like a guided meditation that I actually don't ever plan. Um, The only thing that I ever plan is the the playlist. But other than that, everything else in the space is very much tuned to each individual person in the room, which is really beautiful. Um, 
and yeah, like you, you really get to dance, you get to move and, and there's no level of expectation into what things look like. It's a lot of trust in yourself. Um, it's a lot of, a lot of inner beauty um, that you get to see unravel. And I also um, bring a lot of contrast through. I think I like to take people on a beautiful roller coaster ride of their emotions and to feel the ecstatic divinity of their life and, and of their body and then also feel that really heavy, dense amount of pain um, for a very short amount of time, obviously outweighing that with, with the excitement and with the love. Um, but it is phenomenal to actually go back into um, our little cocoon a little bit because our bodies don't remember time. And I love to bring that in there because if we are journeying with a memory throughout a process, um, our bodies actually can actually work through them at that moment rather than like, oh, well, when I was eight, this happened to me. So I can't do that. If you actually are in it and you feel it at the time, we can we can process that. And sometimes people, you know, come into the space and it's not um, a aligned thing to actually release that in a group setting. So there is opportunities for people to go deeper in themselves in different ways, um, one-to-one, because that actually then allows them to feel completely safe. Um, but yeah, there's no right or wrong, to be honest. Mm. It, it just is. Yeah. yeah. And you've experienced her in your yeah. money um, energetics, which was really beautiful. And that was just so honorable. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Literally. It was so good. Mm. It was honestly like the beautiful connection for we're talking all about feminine masculine energies in the group at the time and really allowing them to dip into that self-expression and just allowing and I feel like what you just said about the way that you set it up I love how you actually spoke to the fact that there was no real structure to a certain extent and I feel like people who were in their masculine would be triggered by that yeah (laughs) right but that's the whole purpose it's like you've just got to allow and trust and I feel like this whole essence of it really allows you to really tap in and emotions in our body it's the whole purpose of emotions emotion it's got to move through you and so often we're trained or taught or conditioned that we shouldn't express our emotions or we often shut them down so we actually feel them and then we push them down we push food on top of them or we do Mm. other, other forms of numbing that don't allow us to express those emotions and i just love the the energy that happens in those sessions like that's the beauty of it I feel like and Mm. what every women's woman spoke about at the end of our session was literally that energy that was coursing through their veins that they could just feel this you know emotions that move through them but in a beautiful way it wasn't this stagnant state or it wasn't this depth of and it might be different in your classes so please um let me know if that's the case but it wasn't this I'm going to dive into this emotion. I'm going to sit in it and it's going to be horrible to express it and process it. Like often when it's past emotions, it doesn't take much to release them because they, they want to be released, but you need to feel safe to release them. But I also love the whole space of when there's mirrors or not mirrors to have that full devotion with yourself. I feel like that's, Mm. that would be next level. I need to get my butt down to have a class with you again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, and I think when people, um, you know, I, even when people do reach out to me and be like, okay, what can I expect? I'm like, honestly, like you're going to drink some cacao, you can put on some oils and then the rest is honestly up to you and it will just be. And I'm sorry that I can't give you any more <laughs> because it changes every time. I've got a beautiful girlfriend of mine that's been to every session since the start of June. And she, every time is just like, oh, fuck, I think that was my favorite Kaba class. Cause it's always different. And it's, it's a really beautiful level of 
trust in yourself to actually be like, fuck, I don't know what's coming. And so when the contrast does come through, it's not like, oh, guys, all right, now we're going to sit down and we're going to cry and we're going to, you know, feel our emotions. We're going to hit pillows. It's like the music just takes you there and you actually take yourself wherever it is. And that actually might be a whole lot of fucking peace. You don't know in that moment, you might just feel a lot of joy and you might giggle and the person next to you might be bawling their eyes out. You don't know. So it just, it just depends on where you're at as well. Plus your cycle, plus the moon, plus all the things that come into contrast. So yeah. 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 Wow. I know. And I love it. I also almost want to say like, there's there's people listening to this going, this, this sounds crazy. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It is, but it's freaking amazing. Like it's just this whole somatic movement. I feel like is what happens is that we're so tension focused. Like our bodies are always so attention focused or we are trying to be a certain way that we don't actually fully allow our self-expression. So when you see people come to the classes, do you see this difference in the, like, the difference of people who are, have been coming a few times and their level of expression towards the people who have come the first time? Like what's yeah. your experience or observations with expression? I think um, when people feel comfortable in the space, they definitely dive deeper. Um, and it also depends on the level of um, self clarification and love that they actually have before the session so it you know they might this might be their first ever thing that they've done in the realm of what they may see as personal development so that the person that has that experience is going to be very different to someone who's been journeying with their own spirituality their own divine wisdom and that kind of stuff for the last few years so yeah it's always a different experience but in that space as well the people who are in that deepest expression that have been around the block a couple of times with Kaaba or, you know, that may actually be stepping into that space for the first time with a really high level of self-understanding will actually inspire those other people to let go deeper. So it's a very big level of um, uh, permission, I guess, Mm. for them to be like, fuck, I'm just going to try this hat on. I'm going to try have a little bit of a yell or I'm going to try like express myself a bit deeper or move in a different way that actually looks really weird but feels really good Um, because they're surrounded by other women in that space that gives them that that visual um, of what things actually get to be. Yeah. Mm, Love it. Love it. That's so good. So what do you see, what impact do you see this have on someone's life or someone's business? Yeah, um, it's it's huge because there's a level of like humbleness in me that is still journeying with the power that actually is Kaaba. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for myself, this deep connection to your body and your understanding of who you are and how you work and, and the way that you get to release and the things that you're holding on to, um, how they get to actually move out of your life can be seen in the relationships that you have, like the the business that you run, the relationships that you have in your life, the friendships that you call in, the level of connection that then you're actually open to and the small moments. I think the small moments in life um, after coming to a session or even just being open to the idea that that's a possibility in your world, you fill up your water bottle differently in the morning. You butter your toast 
a bit differently in the morning. You put your lotion on your skin with with a bit more self-devotion and and leaning into a little bit more love for who you are and opening your laptop differently or opening your bank account with with love. Um, It's those little things that we do without thinking that then actually shines light on those mundane moments, I guess, Mm. um, which is a really massive piece. Yeah. Mm. So Mm. good. So good. I feel like it also helps us really tap into our level of expression and let go of giving a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's this whole other way of going, well, I think because I remember like the first time I journeyed with you and it was on a Zoom with another mm-hmm. group of women and I had this, you know, you get that, those stories in your head or the voice in your head around like oh, how you're being perceived or what you got, what's, what it's going to look like and what are people going to say and if are you going to be judged? Like all of those stories come to play out. But then you go to that level of expression and it's almost like, okay, well, I've done that before. I can just not give a fuck the next time. Like it's just. You realise that you don't die. You didn't die. (laughs) So like it only gets better from here. And like then you can also actually be in a space of understanding how your friendships and communities actually get to look. Because I think for so long we've been so attached to, you know, our friendships looking a certain way or, you know, having to nurture the relationships in our life that actually aren't serving us because we feel like that's the way that it's always been, which is that wounded masculine in all of us, yeah, that controlling, um, judgmental kind of aspect that then when we actually experience a, a different look on it all, it's like, oh, fuck okay, there are a few things that I do get to let go of or there are things that I can surrender to more. Um, And it's just like a big kettle of fish that you just get to unravel and things just come through. And, yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. So good. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit more about living a fuck yes life because I feel like I wish I had explored this. I mean, I did to a certain extent at your age, but I feel like this whole level of giving a fuck and having a fuck yes life is such a beautiful concept because I feel like so many of us are so caught up in what the way it's got to look right or the way it's got to be or whatever it might be whereas I think that constant tuning back into yourself and asking yourself what is a fuck yes mm. is so powerful so tell me a little bit about how that's you know evolved for you yeah so when when I did move to the Gold Coast um the worst thing that could happen was that I moved back to my hometown that was literally the worst thing and it wasn't that bad. That was fine. But it was like, okay, well, if I'm here, I'm going to be doing things differently. Or And you can do this in your own home. You can do this in your own town. You don't have to shift your life up. But the the idea of living life in fullest alignment with the, the energetics that I actually want to have in my world in and out um, was, was massive. And for me, you know, there are moments where... Um, you know, I'm not a pro in this world. I I have my moments. I'm a little suki bum sometimes, a lot of the time, you know, and, and that happens. Um, but there's also levels of me that's just like, fuck, like what, what is a fuck yes right now? And what is, what is a no? And where is my ego coming in? If I'm like going on a date with a girlfriend and I really want to go, but my ego is coming in because of whatever X, Y, Z, it's like, okay, is that actually a fuck no? Or is it actually a fuck yes and I get to step into that, but an old level version of myself is trying to hold me back from having phenomenal 
connections. Mm. So there is there is a balance between the two. Um, but to me, living a fuck yes life is is living life in alignment with with the yeses and actually stepping in. Um, and I kind of the thing with um, also boundaries in that space. Like I love um, people who do exert boundaries and those kinds of things. Um, and it, it also just isn't something that has completely aligned with me in my life. It's more like my soul nudges that I follow um, and things will ebb and flow throughout that. But I feel like boundaries are still very masculine in ways um, and can actually hold us hostage to old circumstances that we had to create a boundary for that then you know, is actually taking that out into the next relationship that we have or the next life that we want to journey um, because of an old past thing that we haven't healed. I don't know. There's there's different things that I have beliefs on, I guess, um, but living that, that FES life um, in alignment with your heart, in alignment with your soul, um, connecting with people that actually light you up and connecting with yourself in ways that, that feel really good and through that also like understanding like yourself, your cycles, the way that we live um, and, and as a woman also being honouring of the way that we do things differently because we, we're not like men. Mm. And so when we can soften to that aspect, um, we can live that more FES life because we can lay in bed some days or we can go out and jump out of a plane when it feels good. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I feel like yeah, boundaries is a really interesting conversation because I feel like it is self-honoring in a way. Like I feel mm, like there is an element totally. of there's this element of self-honoring of when when you're creating those boundaries in place because I feel like I, I love this because I want to get into it because mm. living a fuck yes life does bring up hesitations around, well, if I was truly fully aligned, then I wouldn't have these people in my life or I wouldn't be doing these things. But then in reality kicks in and then we're like, well, we kind of do need to have those pieces. This is what we tell ourselves, right? Yeah. And I think that sometimes we can get so caught up in that of like trying to have reality work a certain way. Whereas when we fully align, like this is this, this is this experience of that blurred line. How do I describe it? I feel like it's still coming through me, but like this blurred line of we're trying to live in this world with reality, but when we're in that level of spirituality, we're still leaning into that level of trust to, to be honored that we're truly being guided. Mm. And then when we're having those soul nudges, they're for a reason and we've got to honor those. And sometimes we, we think we have to have the whole path planned out. We think we have to have every step of every how, but that's not the purpose of it. Right? Like I feel like once we follow those soul nudges, like there's some soul nudges that I follow that I have no clue where they're going to lead me. And I just release that expectation, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, well, I'm just going to do it because it feels good or that it just feels like I should be doing this or I want to do this. So it is that soul nudge. And I think that once we release that expectation, because I see this a lot with my clients, is that we, when we have that level, we have that lack of trust in the feminine energy, which is also our spirituality, right? And we have that level of lack of trust with the universe. We don't believe that it fully provides we stop ourselves from going all in mm. because there's almost like a fear around it or something that there's this level of, well, if I fully trusted and I fully went in and lived my fuck yes life, what would happen? Mm. Right. This whole yeah. level of unknown of like, Oh my God, like our fullest potential. We're so scared of actually living in our fullest level of expression mm. for what society mates may say, or maybe it's, maybe it's even identity beliefs. And I'm just like exploring this as I'm saying it, but yeah. Maybe it's even just this fear around like, where will I belong then? 
because so many people around us aren't in that realm. Yeah, you do have um, massive identity crises along the way. Um, and I think for uh, understanding, you know, we do grow up in a very masculine orientated world in the way that we live, which is very logic driven. And in that aspect, the soul nudges that we have and the understandings of ideas or things that we have come through that don't make much sense to the logical mind can then be dimmed and we can't, we don't trust them. Yeah. And even if you say, even if we're in like a heterosexual relationship and you are more the feminine in the relationship and then your partner is the more masculine, that kind of understanding where you are in say a relationship that then is is having that balance it can be hard to also follow that when you're in this relationship with that person who then doesn't understand what the fuck's going on because you're so connected to yourself but they're so logic driven and it's like just you've got to trust me here and so these are where even in your friendships these kinds of conversations get to come through and it's like a muscle that you get to strengthen um and, and a muscle within yourself because you're going to feel it where you can actually feel it in your tummy and you'll know when it's ego or when it's fear because those things will come up very differently and you'll feel very like closed off and freaked out and, and your body will actually start to contract. Whereas when it's like an opening of an opportunity or an opening of an idea that actually is going to take you to another step that you've never maybe even taken, you'll feel the difference in your body. You'll breathe differently. You won't be holding your breath. It'll more be like a breath of fresh air. Um, And when you start to actually connect to your body, you'll notice the difference between the two and and what you're actually trying to um, show yourself and share with yourself. Yeah. That's right. And I think it's, it's an honoring of those decisions and it's building that relationship because sometimes we're so disconnected from it, right? Like mm. I feel like I was trying to explain this to with women in energetics of money around like tapping into your intuition and your gut in- instinct takes time to build that relationship because it's not like it's always there, but if you're not listening to it or you're not honoring it or you're not actually listening to those soul nudges to go, hey, go this way, and then you're like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. And mm. then that almost creates this disconnect. And I think that what you're explaining there is that, real connection with what's the difference and allowing it. And you're right. It's so, it's such a different fuck. Yes. Mm. (laughs) You're like, I just know, like I can actually feel it. And I can't explain it because it's not in the head. Yeah. That's what I love about it is that, you you know, I was talking to a client the other day about this around like this level of overthinking that she was experiencing. And I was like, but you can't feel in your head. You've got to stop trying to feel in your head. You've got to get back into your heart and your gut knows what's next, right? And I think that Mm. you've just got to trust that level of trust and not have all the answers, right? You don't have Mm. to have all the answers every step of the way, Mm. which I feel like sometimes can be scary for a lot of people to run a business like that, but it's also fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's where you get to put on different hats along the way. And, yeah, yeah, like for those of you that are listening, like even, um, you know, that do track your cycles, like you'll notice the the times where you are more feminine which is you know coming into your bleed and being on your bleed and then the couple weeks in between depending on how long your cycle is for there's more masculine energy so you can actually plan more you can go out and hang out with people you can go to more events you can actually like look at your business and go like yeah fuck yeah let's go and then you'll go back into your little cocoon again and be more in your feminine and so those kinds of aspects in business is really profound to understand and knowing yourself too, because there's going to be moments where you're questioning everything coming into your bleed and you're relooking at all the plans that you've made in the last two weeks. And you're going, I could never do that. Um, <laughs> Cause that all comes in as well. Yeah. 
So true, so true. It's so funny. Like sometimes I'll be on that week of like fuck yes, and then I'll make all these plans <laughs> and, and, and like book tickets to these events, and then the events come along. You're like, I really can't be. Bothered. I don't even want to like, go to this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I even notice like there's some weeks where I'm just so self honoring of it now. Like I used to think that I have to have this level of consistency of showing up and being online all the time. And now when I'm in that week where I'm in that highest level of masculine, highest level of energy of do, 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 like I can be working so long and smash out so much, be so productive that I know that in those weeks that I'm in that energy and I'm like even just the connection between my head to my mouth, (laughs) like when I'm explaining things, things come through much easier. It's in those weeks that I'm much more productive that I create extra content so then on the weeks where I'm not feeling it, because there were absolutely like a whole week where I do not want to show my mm. face on stories. Totally. I don't want to do it. And I feel like it's, if by pushing it doesn't actually lead to anything good, right? Mm. Like I try to push it sometimes and then I'm like, no, like actually honoring the fact that you don't want to do that is self-honoring. And I think that in those weeks I do create an extra bit of content or other times I don't and then I don't show up on stories and that's totally okay. Right? Mm. I think that we get to lean into those and recognize that, you know, when you're in, like I feel like when I'm in my fullest energy of expression of pleasure, of joy, that's when my business is absolutely thriving and mm. I keep tapping back into that and just that self-honoring comes into that level of self-expression. Like do you see this with people being able to be in their pleasure and in their joy is when they're actually honoring those moments when they aren't feeling it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and it's a level of um like it, it's also a it's an income producing activity if you want to speak in the aspect of like <laughs> business. I love the voice you put on for that. It, yes. <laughs> well, it is. Like I think the thing is um with with uh business and consistency, we can get really caught up in the aspect of okay, well, uh, to be consistent means I have to do something every single day to do this, 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 to then, you know, show up in stories and have to post every day and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, consistency actually can come down to consistently doing the things that actually provide for your life on a regular basis. So whatever's kind of needed in those moments. So when you are feeling really good and hot-headed and freaking lit, they're the moments where you do do extra and you do set yourself up for the days where you want to take them off so that then when you do come around and you're not feeling great or you're not wanting to show up, the income producing activity on that day is taking a fucking bath yeah. so that you can fill your cup up so that then tomorrow you actually might feel better and you'll be able to get back on the horse again. They're right. the pieces, yeah, that we get to flow with. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So share with us what you're excited for next. What am I excited for? I'm excited for life every day. It's such a it's such a funny thing. But I think um, for me, the most exciting thing in my world at the moment is um, is connection. Yeah, there are a lot of connection at the moment, and um, a lot of um, softening to also not being the the runner of everything, um, running a lot of events and and you know being in facilitation also then requires me to step out and receive. And it's a big part of, of who I am. And so this last month has been very much me on Eventbrite and wanting to connect with more people and wanting to expand my, my connections and my community um, mm-hmm. to then also receive that juice back into my cup too. So, yeah. Yeah, love it. Beautiful. Can you share with us where we can experience more of Kaaba with you? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I will um, send the link to you, Christine, um, for the Kaaba Emporium, which is a, a beautiful space that um, isn't noisy. I think we can get caught up in all these Facebook groups being very noisy and um, having things constantly being put in there. Um, but really, it's a, a beautiful Emporium hub for you guys to have online sessions that are in there pre-recorded to journey um, to also meet some new people there'll be some beautiful interviews along the way that wherever it just feels good there's no like planning so much in that group um, but more a space for you to go to whenever you need it um, and like a little home sanctuary for when you are at home um, that then has things like links to um, pleasure wands that I you know align with that can support you in your life then there's links in there for cacao and there's you know journals and books and things that you can read that can support you on your journey um deeper with kava and then um also like all the the spaces for you to book in for sessions and for you to journey deeper with yourself so there's a lot in there which is really yum and sometimes there's an occasional spiritual meme that people will relate to (laughs) but yeah it's a it's a nice little space for you guys to receive and be in yeah love it and if we're in the vicinity of the gold coast come on down southport (laughs) my loves yeah every tuesday and thursday in southport um, I do facilitate Kaaba from around 6.20 to like 7.45 um, to allow space for you guys to connect and speak and be in that space as well. So, And there will also be some events coming um, along the way, um, random dance Kaaba on the beach and things like that that will, you know, come out that will allow us to be in our self-expression too. So, yeah, lots on the horizon. Um, yes. And I'm really Please honored. Let me know about that. I'm all for that. Dancing yeah. on the beach sounds amazing. It's on the beach, girl. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been such a beautiful experience to really just explore this with with my listeners and with you and to hear about your journey with Kaaba. So thanks so much for joining me. Oh, thank you, babe. I'm so honored, so grateful. And this has been such a yummy, divine conversation. And I can't wait to hear what the listeners think and and see this evolve even more. So thank you for having me on here. Oh, my pleasure. And I hope that if anyone is listening, that they've t- whatever they've taken away from this, please make sure that you either DM Holly or <laughs> at least tag us in whatever you share in your stories, because it's, it's always nice to hear what people have taken away and the, in the impact that these episodes have. Mm, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.